Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It is Room 104 with Talent Nation, Ireland's premium talent directory. Every talent, every occasion. See talentnation.ie. Still to come on the show, we're going to be chatting about the strangest, weirdest things you've ever found or seen or witnessed on the dart or on any mode of public transport around the city. So if you have any weird things you may have seen, do drop us a text 087-6797-104. Speaking about public transport, have you ever been, I don't want to say a victim, but I say affected by especially if you're a woman, by manspreading, by some guy coming in, sitting down beside you and just spreading open their legs and bashing into yours. Now, I, like, Sisha, have you been affected by this? Honor? Like, is this, Would this be something that you've been a, a witness to? Literally every day on the bus, every day, um, at some point, someone has their legs spread wide open. But the worst is on the plane. Is it? Every flight I get, somebody, and I always tend to be sitting beside, in the middle of two men, mm. or at least one on either side. And... Uh, yeah, they just spread their legs wide open. See, if I was on a bus or a plane, I think what I ideally like to do is always get the aisle seat, even on a bus, so you have a little bit of room to kind of shuffle over and kind of go, okay, grand, you've a bit of room, so you're not really annoying anyone. Mm. But um, yeah, it has it has been a little bit of a well, not a little bit of maybe a big problem, man spreading. So if you are somebody who has ever been affected by it, you've got some good man spreading stories to tell us. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. But good news, there may be a solution for you. Somebody has created an anti man spreading chair. If you want to go see a picture of it, check out our Facebook or our Instagram right now, the Room 104 Instagram account. It is up there. But joining us on the line now is Layla Laurel, who invented the anti-man-spreading chair. Layla, thank you very much for coming on the show this evening. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Really good. I'm so happy that you have invented this chair. <laughs> Oh, I'm happy that you're happy. Layla, right, I suppose, described for someone who may not have seen the anti-man spreading chair, what exactly does it look like? So I've actually made two chairs. One is um, to kind of encourage men to kind of sit with their legs closed. It's, yeah, more of a concept piece. So it's got a cherry seat with a sycamore um, wedges at the side. It's just to try and manipulate the city really so that you can't like sit with your legs wide open. Which is fair because um, it's so annoying. Yeah, yeah. And then the second chair is for, was the second chair for women? Yeah, I mean, it's, it is for women, yeah. It's kind of to encourage them to consider sitting in a way that's maybe not stereotypically the way they might usually sit. So, yeah, um, the way that I've tried to manipulate someone, the way that someone would sit on this or interact with it is to put a piece of wood in the middle of the chair so that your legs sit either side of it. And uh, we've been talking about this off-air for the whole day, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> discussing it. And every single woman in this office appears to have been affected by this. And it enrages them. It's not a slight inconvenience. Like, it enrages them. But why, I suppose? What has been your experience with this that led you to go, ah, here, someone's got to do something about this? So, yeah, I was trying to look at sexist issues with my project this year. So, I was, um, you know, my own experiences of man-spreading are something that made me really frustrated. I use public transport quite a lot. And men roaching on my space was something I was getting quite fed up with. But it's also something that, you know, I've spoken about with women around me and seen testimonies of on the Everyday Sexism Project. So, I thought, you know, I was looking at physical problems that I could try and solve with physical designs. So man-spreading seems like a quite good option to go for. What's been the reaction so far to the anti-man-spreading chairs? A mix. 
you know, so I've had some really good reactions, some interesting, you know, I won the Belmont Prize, which was brilliant for those chairs. But obviously there's been a lot of backlash online and stuff from, well, you know, I'd say about 98% men. Um, it's been a bit frustrating. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I think I've come to realise that maybe this is actually giving more validity to my work because it's opened up this conversation about such a small kind of, like, act. But the, the fact that the backlash has been so huge and so, like, crazy, some of the threats I've had or, like, messages I've had have been ridiculous. And so I think, in a way, it kind of highlighted the fragility of this kind of, like, male ego that maybe other people are targeting. Leila, I had this conversation with Cormac just before we came on air and I asked, why do they need to open their legs so wide? Who knows? I think, you know, I've had a lot of lessons or, you know, people messaging me about the male anatomy. And of course, <laughs> I mean, too many, let's face it. Um, of course, I, you know, understand that I don't want people to sit uncomfortably. These are a concept piece, so they're exaggerated and they're meant to be, like, conversation starting. Um, I wouldn't want to roll out these in public. I don't want men to be uncomfortable or in pain. But if you can't sit with, you know, in any way normally, and maybe you need to see a doctor. <laughs> well, I'm sure the lads have just said to you, well, well normal is like this because I've got such a big... Well, bleh. go on, you tell us. <laughs> tell us the real reason. I don't know how many messages I've had that way. <laughs> it's because you don't want to destroy your, your baby makers. What do you mean? As in, if your ovaries were hanging outside, you wouldn't be sitting crushing them together, would you? You need to give them a bit of breathing space. You just have to. Put, I think you can up. probably, you know, you can sit on normal chairs. Yeah. Um, so the only thing we're taking issue, I'm taking issue with, is people really eating into the space of others, and it's whether it's a conscious act or not a conscious act. You know, drawing awareness for that because nobody needs to sit with their legs completely splayed <laughs> open. No. Oh, I know. Um, Leia, you said, obviously, as soon as this goes online, yeah, you're going to get backlash from men who are probably giving you the usual, oh, another man-hating woman who just wants to destroy men in 2019, blah, blah, blah. What were some of the most ridiculous messages that you got from angry, we'll say incels, probably, angry incel men who just, you know, who, who, who hated what this was? I should jump off the top of a bridge because the world will be much safer. Absolutely ridiculous things coming out of a woodwork project and I think you know it's a shame that the kind of people that this that would reach out often are the people that are trying to spread so much hate and like at first I found it a bit kind of maybe I was worried that I was doing something bad but I think after sitting on it a while and mediating on it I think actually that it highlights that this is a massive problem and actually bringing any if I've changed any minds or stuff with any conversations then it's worth it I hope when you were sitting on it you were sitting on it on your chair that spread the, the legs open and you're like woohoo here we go good use for this yeah I know answering all those messages <laughs> What's going on here? Um, I mean, when I initially saw the headline, it was like, what was the intention behind it? There was this kind of, ah, you're forcing us to sit, blah, 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 and then realised, oh, as you said, it's a concept piece, it's more of a, maybe a humorous take highlighting a serious issue that this is what you need in extreme situations. But the fact that, again, it's such a sad, pisses me off that people would come out of the woodwork and say things like that rather than taking it on the chin and going, oh, sure, look, happy days. You should, for the crack now, push to get these installed on all public transport. Can you buy them, <laughs> Leila? Well, you know, I am going to be taking, you know, looking for a workshop at the moment and I want to carry on my practice. So I am taking orders or, like, you know, commissions and stuff. And, of course, you can buy the originals at some point if, if anybody wanted to contact me or was interested. Well, I think I need one for my brothers, my dad. A, a lot of people, actually, a lot of friends of mine do this all the time. Really? Yeah. Or, and if they don't have their legs just wide open, they do that stupid thing where one of their legs is on top of the other one and then it's even further sticking in my corner. Right, yeah. It's not, I know what you mean. Yeah, well, you're trying to budge over. Do you know what I mean? Like, you I know, know, speak for your corner. 
Yeah, but when you're on a plane, oh, plane and it's the worst. And it's a stranger, worst. absolute worst. Yeah. No, I totally understand that. I get it. It's like you know, I was reading a lot about how these tiny problems kind of turn into much more aggressive ones when women try and raise that conversation and actually ask people to move. And I can definitely see how that's true, given the reaction to my tongue in cheek project. So, uh, Leila, one of the things that I did, I did, I did a quick, just very, very quick Google search to see because one of the arguments that's jumping into again guy brain is that oh, but sure, if we keep our legs closed, we're going to destroy our sperm count and we're going to destroy our testicles and we're, we're not going to be able to reproduce and we'll be eradicated oh, off the earth. It's, a, it's apparently a medical myth that if you, you know, constantly sit with your legs crossed or your legs close together, it's bad for your sperm. The argument being that your, your testicles are outside your body because they need to be a degree cooler than the rest of your body to efficiently produce sperm. Yeah. But they said well, what you would need to do is you would need to be sitting in a position with your legs crossed over and really putting yourself under pressure down there for hours a day to have any sort yeah. of negative of impact on your sperm well, count. Well, it doesn't surprise me that their arguments are backed up by false logic, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Given the uh, nature of the <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine that, go, but it is kind of sad, isn't it? When you hear, like, it's just a, a two chairs. You're making two chairs to take the piss out of a, a yeah. social issue you've seen, and then men, some men, not all men, lose their mind. Lose their mind. I mean, you know, I wonder what the woman that raised them would feel like if they saw the kind of absolute abuse they were giving to a young woman halfway across the world. Like, it's insane. And luckily I've got, you know, and like I'm not retorting to them. But I can, it's quite eye-opening in terms of like, you know, modern social media and how it's quite a difficult place to be and the fact that it affects so many people's mental health. You know, this could be a super dangerous thing to be doing to someone. And it makes me wonder, you know, when are we ever going to change that behaviour and think about it and actually try and do something about it? Yeah. I mean, we, we, again, not to harp on about it too much, but uh, Leia, we're in, well, I and a listener in the middle of, like, deleting social media for a month to see what the difference is. And I've noticed straight oh, away... Really? Yeah, since, uh, since getting off Twitter... I am far more relaxed. Like, I only found out, like, a couple of hours ago that Boris is going to be the new Prime Minister. Yeah. I missed all of that anger, wow. right? But it's, so, it's yeah. so relaxing. And anytime, like, I still have to use Twitter for work for the FM104 work accounts and stuff. And I jumped in there yesterday, right? And something just grabbed my eye. Someone being real angry and bitchy about something real vicious. And then all of a sudden, I felt myself getting that real, oh, what are you on about? And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Calm down. Step away. Back away. So, so I don't... I'm just, taking all your anxiety. I know, yeah. Yeah, I'm dumping my anxi- yeah, I think anxiety. I reason. Sushi. I mean, I don't have Twitter for this exact reason. I think it's one step too far for me. Yeah, um, but you can you can understand why our generation, you know, there's got this spike in anxiety and stuff because you're constantly opening yourself up to this like worldwide platform and conversation about things that are just depressing and ridiculous, yeah. and it magnifies so many problems. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we need a so new I think device it'll for that. Be good. Yeah, we could do like uh, face-to-face conversations. Yeah. Imagine that. Having conversations with people where they're open to the conversation rather than just hurling abuse. And, you know, I'm I'm not done. Maybe everyone doesn't like my work. That's absolutely fine. It's just about being open to actually talking. Is is there any other maybe small little things like manspreading that you've Mm. seen in everyday life that you think might need addressing or you might look at creating something as an intervention for it in the future? Yeah, I'm not really sure. This is definitely a line that I'm really want to continue this kind of like critical design and like looking at feminism and stuff and employing my perspective as a young female designer. I'm not entirely sure what my next project will be but I think it'll maybe be off the back of some of the interesting like man words like mansplaining and stuff like that. I think oh yeah. you know always in a fun tongue-in-cheek way like I'm never gonna I don't take myself too seriously but 
I do think it's fun to kind of like look at these problems because I, you know, there's a word for a reason because mm. women feel like they, they, they this problem exists. Therefore, you know, it must exist in some sense. Can I can I make a suggestion about one problem that myself and Saoirse face, which is a very gendered problem? Yes, please. Okay, and I don't know how you would solve this problem, right? But <laughs> <laughs> I sweat a lot. <laughs> he sweats all the time. Oh He's boy, well I'll tell you, off my cycle home in the sun, I'm sweating quite a lot too. Right, so uh, it's always been, I've, I've grown up with it, right? If you ever see me playing indoor football, for after, I would say, 60 seconds, I am drenched and covered in sweat. To ask my other half, I hate the heat. I hate it with a passion. I would much, much rather go like to the North Pole and just freeze my ass off, right? Really? And I know there was some research that came out recently that said men perform better in cooler temperatures and women perform significantly worse in cooler temperatures right yeah. so there's obviously a slight difference yeah. so I in, in the office come in and I'm like put that down to minus 20 degrees on the aircon and then Saoirse and Tara as well who's on before us they're freezing freezing and then I'm roasting so, so should I make you a small lock to go over the aircon <laughs> please <laughs> actually that would be great I'm just trying yeah, to think if you could invent you a... like uh, a hot and cold aircon that you could have because it happens in the studio as well because mm. we're on air and Saoirse is freezing yeah. uh, and I'm like yeah. this is perfectly beautiful I'm performing at my optimum then she turns it up to 28 degrees in the studio <laughs> and, and I'm like my, ah <laughs> then all my sweat yeah. is falling on the buttons and it's going to cost Layla one of the days I turned it up to 30 degrees by accident I didn't mean to turn up that hot now I was perfectly oh fine God. I bet you were thinking oh lovely I was but he was literally going like I thought you were going to faint there was sweat patches coming under under my man boobs <laughs> you actually oh, had wow. sweat dripping from your forehead lucky, lucky listeners oh that was a great night of radio I'll tell but you that much this is actually quite an interesting problem though. like I was, something, I was looking at like you know physical environments and how a lot of like man-made faces are built for men by men mm. um, and it's, you know there's been a lot of research about office spaces and how they're designed for men to be comfortable in because they're, the air con is at optimum temperatures for men rather than women so women are always cold in the office mm. yeah. and men are comfortable so I think that's actually quite an interesting thing because it kind of like plays into the idea of like spaces maybe being designed with men in mind I never um, thought about that no, I think it is, and I say not that it's not it wasn't intentionally done but because the workplace has traditionally stereotypically been just a man filled place that it yeah. not even accommodating women has never even came into their head because they're like oh that's fine happy days but now myself yeah. and Saoirse but now are, you know that's not the reality anymore no exactly yeah. yeah so now myself and Saoirse are at the forefront of the uh, the gender differences the in the workplace so then why do you keep putting the aircon? because <laughs> I might on. die I might die no, I it's I a biological die. thing so how do Same. we fix this we'll send you some ice packs and you can get on, get on with it. I love it. She's on my side. She's like, keep that heat up and you just have so ice I packs. will do the show from well, an ice no, bath. Uh, I'll be ha- I'll get an ice bath on this side of the desk so I'll just do it from uh, an ice bath for the whole show and go, wow, this, this worked out great. Happy days. Yeah, we'll send you some gel packs. Yeah. <laughs> right. I had to have a twister at work today. I was so hot. So oh, God, maybe yeah. you can buy that one. Mm, Constant ice lollies. It'd be worse. Lay, you're, we've, we've kind of posted some of the pictures of the work on our social media accounts so if you're listening right oh, now brilliant. and you haven't seen it do check it out but do you have a website or any online handles I know you're not on Twitter because of the crazy I do. men my Instagram's currently private because of all the uh, oh, um, makes sense. controversy but it's Layla Poppy Laurel and my website's laylalaurel.co.uk Deadly. We will uh, make sure to tweet that out again. If we ever find Thanks a solution so to this gender temperature I- issue in the office, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, I'll definitely hit you guys up. I'll yeah. send it to you in the post if I do. Brilliant, brilliant. Wish me luck. Oh, thank you so much. It's been really fun. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Hey. 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 